Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. What do we got going on today, Steph? Uh, Today we are talking about a short-lived CW series called Ringer, starring my homegirl, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Cool. So this is about a person that makes rings, right? Yeah, obviously. They call him The Ringer. (laughs) No. No? No. Not a new Batman villain? I'm trying to remember why it's called Ringer, but it's been so long since I watched the whole series. But then I watched, I watched this episode and I was like, oh, I love this show. I got it. I know why. It is. I know what it is. What? It's about a guy that goes to state fairs and actually gets the rings on the milk bottles. Ah, oh, sweet. That's he, always so hard. He's the ringer. Or she. Could be anybody. Let's say she because it's a woman that stars in the show. There you go. So. Have you ever seen the show before, Brad? I watched it yesterday. <laughs> so technically, yes. Yes. But you did not see it in its original airing. I did not. Didn't even know it existed. Aw. You're part of the problem. You're part of the reason it got canceled. Am I? Yeah, because you I? didn't watch it. I think, you know, that probably uh, lack of advertising is the problem. Dude, I used to ride the brown line home and I saw a giant Sarah Michelle Gellar on my way home when the show was airing every day. And it was probably the best time to ever ride the train that I had. Oh. You said train. Darn. Oh, yeah. You're a car person. No, I was going to say that I don't have any ads in my bathroom when I'm writing the brown line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't need all this scatological humor, Brad. (laughs) Scatological? Isn't that what it is? (laughs) I like that. Now you're going to make me question the word. That's the right word, right? I don't know. Scat is another word for poops. Yeah. Let's not go on this road. (laughs) Let's not not go on this line. It's for a different podcast altogether. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I used to... I watched this show when it was airing originally because obviously I watch everything and anything that has Sarah Michelle Gellar in it because she's one of my favorite actresses in the universe. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> just kidding brad <laughs> uh you know it's a funny joke that i edit out <laughs> it, yeah i know i'm gonna keep this one in though <laughs> so, uh, so damn now i'm on the i lost my train of thought okay this this episode's brought to you by um so <laughs> stephanie's new line of vocal techniques when recording uh-huh exactly Now I can't not say it. Ah. Now I have to edit some of this Uh, out. Yeah. I used to watch this show. It was on CW. Uh, Lasted only one season. It got canceled, unfortunately. I really liked it because I like a lot of cheesy CW shows like Gossip Girl. I used to watch that with my homegirl, Lauren. We would text each other while we watched it. Right. And Ringer was no different. I got her on it, and then we would text each other and watch it together every time it aired. It was great. And I remember posting about it on Facebook every week to try and get more people to watch it because Uh I didn't want it to get canceled because I wanted Sarah on my TV all the time. The same thing happened when Crazy Ones was on, which was... Crazy Ones I did watch. That one was not as good as Ringer, in my personal opinion. Eh, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun and cute. 
and it's just like I don't know something about Ringer. It was just it was just that good CW drama that is so melodramatic. Yeah, but I love it, and I just like who's having an affair now, and oh my god, wait, people have affairs in the show. Who's oh, getting wait, that's murdered? Right. Cetera, I did watch the first episode. There are some affairs happening. There are some affairs. So, that being said, I guess I will bring us into it. Yep. All right. Are you okay? Am I? I'm just making sure. <laughs> Sounds like you're addicted to this show. Just like Bridges addicted to drugs. Yep. <laughs> That's my segue. Good, good job. <laughs> good job. So this is the pilot. We're going to talk about the pilot episode. So you don't have to have any prior knowledge of the show uh-huh. to enjoy this uh, podcast episode. So the first shot that we open on is kind of these cemetery looking statues. So my initial thought was, oh, wait, I accidentally turned Buffy on. Because it kind of looks like that. And then we see Sarah Michelle Gellar hiding behind a pillar from a masked burglar type guy. The space she's in kind of looks warehousey or kind Mm -hmm. of being renovated. There's a lot of like plastic Dexter type wrapping everywhere. Yep. Um, The guy has a crowbar. She's hiding somewhere. And then she accidentally leans on a boombox and it starts playing music, alerting the man to her presence. What song? I, I don't remember what it is. Neither do I. I remember I knew the song, but I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, she bursts out of her hiding place, and then the guy tackles her. And of course, I'm just like, Buffy, fight back. What are you doing? Right. Because she, I mean, she, she looks exactly like she has blonde hair, so she just looks like Buffy right now. She fought back with her words. She did. She fought back, and she said, you have the wrong girl. Yep. And then it went, ring her. Yes. Whoosh. And then we go back to what? How many days prior weeks or months i think it was maybe a couple weeks i didn't i didn't write that particular detail down that's good because i didn't write anything down of course you didn't (laughs) (laughs) are you just like out of it after your extensive research last week no i just uh you just prefer me to carry everything on my shoulders no i didn't give myself enough time to watch it a second time (laughs) I'm just giving you shit. Don't worry about it. I was going to watch it again today before coming here because I left work early, Mm. but instead I went shopping. That's fair. Yep. I went to the gym and then I came here. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know. I was trying to get into Buffy. uh, Shape. Shape. Thank you. So you can kill some vampires. Kill all the vampires. Because they totally exist. Or as I tell my trainer, I'm trying to be a shield agent. And then he was like, shield doesn't exist anymore. And I was like, excuse you. That's rude. It does exist. It does exist again. Yeah, it's a it's a very spoiler alert. It's a uh, <laughs> it's an underground organization within everything. It, it's a feeling. Shield is a feeling deep down yes. in your soul, held by six people. Aw, my special agents. Okay, let's get back. Anyway, to otherwise, I'm just gonna ask when Shield's coming back on the air. Uh, March six, I think. Oh God. Yeah. It's their 100th episode, or maybe March 9th, whatever that Friday is. No, March 6th is Thor. That's when Thor comes out. Okay. March 9th is when New Shield is. Cool. It's their 100th episode. It's going to be crazy. We're also doing Shield in two weeks, by the way. An awesome. episode about Shield. Yes. Anyway, okay. And The Ringer? It is not The Ringer. <laughs> it is just Ringer. Sorry. So, we, you know, pan in on, pan in, that's not the right word, whatever, uh, on Sarah Michelle Gellar sitting at a, like a round table, or not a round table, she's sitting in chairs in a circle of people. Yes. Like an Alcoholics Anonymous type meeting. Exactly. Um, she says she's an addict, she's been sober for six months, and then who's sitting next to her but Luke Cage. 
And that made me very happy because I totally forgot he was in this show. And I was like, <laughs> yay, Mike Coulter, he's so cute. Um, after the meeting's over, they're being all kind of cute and flirty. He seems kind of like in a sponsor type position for her. Yes. And also his name is Malcolm for future reference. Okay. Even not though Luke. I'm probably going to call him Luke Cage. Shoot, you probably call, will call him Can I just call him Luke, Luke Cage? Sure, why not? Okay, I'm just going to call him Luke Cage because that's fun for me. Um, she When she's staying at this hotel, which I notice is called the Double Nick Hotel. Uh-oh. So there's two Nicks, I guess, <laughs> whoever Some Nick is. Hints. I just thought that was interesting that it was said it had a, the word double in it. Well, you know, it's about... I don't know if that was on purpose or if it was just a weird coincidence because it's a pilot episode and I feel like they don't think those things too intensely, but How I'm going to give you. them the benefit of the doubt. You know, the creators of this show, I'm so sorry that Stephanie's <laughs> throwing shade your way. I'm sure that there's meaning behind it that we, she just doesn't remember. So meaningful. Ugh, it's just so rude of her. I know. I give everybody shade. I just expect everything to be perfect in every episode that I watch. I'm well. Just kidding. Good luck with that. I appreciate one. flaws. There's a whole YouTube series pointing out not perfect things in shows and TV series. No, I know. I'm actually <laughs> the opposite of that, where I don't like being negative about things, and I prefer to just enjoy them because I feel like every review in the universe is so negative, and I just prefer to be positive about media that I enjoy. If I don't like it, I'm not going to talk about it. Because you're going to stop watching it. Exactly. Like, I stopped watching The Walking Dead because I was like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're missing all the fun stuff. I disagree from what I've heard from everyone else. <laughs> Those people don't know. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yes. Sorry, Walking Dead fans. So, Bridget is in this motel. It seems like she's in witness protection. And a cop named Victor comes by. Um, to kind of talk to her, she witnessed a murder of a stripper by some guy named Bottaway. He goes to check on Bridget. Or okay, sorry, that was a different scene. Okay, so that was one scene. Yeah, this guy named Jimmy is outside, kind of keeping watch on her. Right, but she's looking out the window very meaningfully, and we don't really know what's going through her head in this moment. Probably a whole new world. Oh new! I don't know why I made that noise. <laughs> Um, so, Victor, don't make fun of me and my umsos. You have no right to make fun of me now. I don't. Victor comes to check on Bridget the next day, but instead he finds Jimmy tied up in a bathroom. She took his gun and ran off. It also looked like she hit him in the head. She hit him in the head a few times, probably. He was bleeding and bruised. Well, maybe once. She knocked him out somehow. She's Buffy. She hit the shit out of him. She knocked him out somehow. Yeah. She's hardcore for being not a slayer, technically, in this show. And just being an addict? Just being a normal human. An addict? A normal human. We're He's not going to shade addicts. <laughs> She's a recovering alcohol or addict. Yeah, we don't know what she does yet, do we? I think it's heroin. Ooh. That's a sad, sad thing to be addicted yeah. to. Um, we see, right after this, we see a very pulled together looking Sarah Michelle Gellar waiting at a bar she's you know that she's much more sophisticated because she has her hair in a tight bun like yep. that's the symbol right there really tight buns are sophistication tight buns. <laughs> on her on her head <laughs> not on her butt but i'm sure sarah michelle Geller has tight buns also <laughs> oh geez uh i always feel much more sophisticated when i have like a very coiffed hairstyle going on rather than just like an explosion of blob right 
that's hanging down. Which my... used to be my normal hairstyle. Right. See, you have yep. the you have such a coiffed haircut now. Still Is that even the right word? Coiffed. I don't know. I just I like know. saying that word Say it that away. I made up. Like scatological. <laughs> and slurper. Slurper is definitely a made up word. Yep. Which means a straw. Right. So <laughs> uh, we get so many more tangents when I'm drinking things. <laughs> this, is, this is the fun part of the day. I'm just, on a, I'm just in a weird mood today. <laughs> I just worked out. I'm all hyper. I haven't. I ate an apple. Yep. And for dinner. Look at that. You've got the slow carb burning worry, going humans. on. You've got you got all your endorphins are up from working yeah. out. You're drinking wine. I did like some chin ups and some crazy floor presses. And we're doing a thing about Machine, Sarah Michelle Geller. Like, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh my god. Yeah. That's you're my life. A right mess now. right now. Yeah, pretty much. I think you need to go to SMG Anonymous. SMG Anonymous, yep. yeah. As I look at the giant blown up picture of the selfie I have with her in my wall while I t- talk about this. Not to be spoilery, but it's not as big as one we'll see later. Oh, that's like <laughs> on my wall? Where? No. <laughs> in the episode. Yes, yes. So, okay. Oh, yeah, I wrote, she's got a very tight bun, so you know she's classy AF. <laughs> <laughs> True facts. As she's leaving... She passes by a cop and he kind of looks at her and then she kind of gets nervous. And but he just she just left her wallet at the bar. So he hands it to her. Yeah, but she was acting very suspicious. She was. I'm kind of curious to find out why. I'm sure they'll tell us later. Yeah. She sees the other Sarah Michelle Geller, her twin sister, we gather. Cuz it's a CW show so it's probably not about clones. Right. They, they didn't dive into the crazy sci-fi stuff just yet with all their DC shows and all that stuff. And Riverdale and whatnot, which I will argue that Riverdale is a, uh, at least a fantasy show. It is. It's about Archie. And it'll be connected to the Sabrina universe. Oh my god, I always talk about fucking Riverdale during this <laughs> <You> podcast. Do? <laughs> I'm like, because <laughs> it's also off the air, so I miss it dearly. Are there any Riverdale clones? No. Well, sorry guys. We can do it, so maybe I'll find a way. You're just going to have to piece all these Riverdale pieces together throughout the life of this podcast. <laughs> I talked about one episode twice, <laughs> just because of that. I'm going to talk about it again, that fucking confirmation scene. I will never yep. get over it. So, okay. See, I'm trying not to say so, so it's, I'm changing it into other words, like, like so okay. okay. <laughs> they hug each other. It's been six years since they saw each other. She takes classy as fuck Sarah Michelle Gellar takes trashy as fuck Sarah Michelle Gellar to another house. Jeez. <laughs> She's not trashy. She's wow. fine. You're so mean in your She's, writing there. I didn't say that. I just made that up right oh, now. okay. Because <laughs> I thought that was funny. I'm just kidding. I love them both equally. This is where we get into some, like, funky green screen going on in the background. Is this on the boat? No, that's oh, okay. worse. Yeah, this that's is just in the house. Green screen as well. Like, the green screen of the window behind them, it's, like, pretty... It's a very clearly fake green screen situation going on. I didn't notice that one as much as well. The I didn't notice that really one at all. Bad. The boat definitely was yeah. green screen. So, uh, you know, it saves t- money when you what? digitally saves money when you don't have to do a location. It's true, and it's also the pilot, so I kind of forgive them. I feel like after the pilot, it got way better. The way that they recorded things, things. the way that they did twin scenes was a lot better. But okay. I think that it was. It was a pilot, so it was lower budget, so they didn't have as much. Yeah, and they were doing some pretty high-tech stuff. Yeah. It was very ambitious for a pilot. So I'm going to forgive them for that, or at least give them another benefit of the doubt. Okay. Anyway, 
they chat and whatever. She tell her we found out her name is Siobhan. Siobhan. Yep. Just like Mrs. S on Yep. in Black. Couldn't stop thinking of that while I was watching it. This show is how I learned how to spell that name. Because <laughs> it's spelled a few times on screen. Uh-huh. There you go. And then I knew how to spell it on Orphan Black. Oh, Very so. good. Like, there's that part in Orphan Black when uh, Cal is typing something and... <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm thinking of a meme now, anyway. I'm so... My brain is all over the place. <laughs> um... And Cal is typing something for her, and she says, no, it's with a B, because he probably wrote, like, Siobhan, like, with a V or something. Yeah, like, but S-H-I-V-O-N, one time I saw which yes. what they scream in a prison before a fight. Yeah. Right? What? Siobhan. Oh, Siobhan. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I saw a meme one time where it said, Siobhan was saying, with the, it's with a B, and then he typed, Bovon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a cow. It's a good, it's a good joke. So <laughs> we find out her name is Siobhan. Her, she has a husband named Andrew who does not know that she has a twin sister, which is kind of rude. Yeah. Um, well, she's kind of embarrassed by her, I would think. Yeah, probably. Like, tra- so yeah, her opinion is my trashy as fuck sister, basically. Exactly. That's not me saying that. That's Siobhan saying that. Yeah. You know, I, we get it. They they walk around this house and they do this fancy trick with all these crazy fun house mirrors and double Sarah Michelle Gellers everywhere and uh-huh. it looks very cool. It does. That one was good. That was a good one. They it did, was. They, they did also did there. the person in front of person when they were walking in the door. They did, and that was pretty good too. So props to them. Yeah, they did some. It was just that window and the boat. That was where they kind of messed up. But before we get to the boat. Um, the cop Vic goes to talk to Luke Cage about Bridget because he's worried Bodaway is going to get to her before the cop guy can find her. Right, and because what's the her name? Bridget. Bridget was supposed to testify yes. in his murder of somebody to put him in prison. Exactly. And she was the only eyewitness. Exactly. So which obviously, is why she was under witness protection. Exactly. And he broke out of prison, right? I believe so. And that's why they're worried about him going after her to destroy the only case they have against him, basically. Okay. I, believe, I didn't, I didn't I catch that. I believe that's what bit. it was. That might have been later on the episode they said that, but Luke doesn't know where she is, though, so whatever. Then we get to the boat scene. Terrible, terrible CGI background going on. I, well, I think the only reason strange. it was terrible was because the speed at which you would believe they were going, their <laughs> hair was not following. <laughs> so it was... It was for a boat going as fast as it was supposed to be going, there was very little effect of wind on them. Yeah. Well, I also That's was just imagining them being in like a studio with like a big thing of water and just on a boat with a big screen behind them. Yeah. And that's just what it looked like. It just looked like they were inside of a studio. Yeah. With the fan on low instead of high. Yeah. So it's kind of silly looking. Um, but they decide that they want to like make up, make up to each other and become BFFs again. Um, or at least tolerate each other at a minimum. Right. Bridget falls asleep, and then when she wakes up, she's all alone on the boat. There's a pill bottle with just Siobhan's wedding ring inside. That's weird. And engagement ring, I think. There were two rings. Oh, okay. Yeah. She sees her fancy scarf that she was wearing in the water, so she dives in to go find her sister, but no dice. Siobhan is gone. Siobhan is gone. And then we go back to New York. 
And Siobhan walks through the door? She does. To her penthouse apartment with a giant picture. Wall-sized photo of herself. Which she looks at strangely. Yeah. So... Where am I? I lost my notes. Okay. Andrew comes home, and she's very happy to see him, and her greeting is very smoochy, and he's all like, girl, what you doing? Yep. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, He accuses her of being sarcastic when she's just being sincere, so we kind of figure that this is Bridget now and not Siobhan. Yeah, I got it right after the kiss. Yeah. Like, oh, She's clearly being way different than normal Siobhan. Yes. She goes outside to call Luke Cage to give him all the details that we missed between those scenes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, show. Luke Cage. (laughs) Where basically she explains to him that she was on a boat with her sister and she Mm -hmm. fell asleep. And when she woke up, she believes her sister committed suicide. And in order to keep herself safe, she took over her sister's life. As you do. Well, yeah, I personally would not take over my sister's life, but that's just me. Yeah, I might not be able to pull it off as well (laughs) for two reasons. Like, I don't look like her totally perfectly, and I'm kind of not a girl. Yeah, might be difficult. Yeah, do girls stand up and pee? Uh, maybe. I'm sure some of them do. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I could pull it off. You never know. Just need a good wig. (laughs) You just need a good wig. If I had a twin sister. And she had a seemingly better life. I would probably go try it out for a day, maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> Luckily, you don't have one. I don't have one, so it doesn't matter. But if she lived in, like, a sweet penthouse apartment and I just, like, automatically got a hot husband, I'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, I suppose. And a hot affair. We'll get there. But you We'll know, get there. A hot affair guy. Can you just rewind one quick second for something that just popped in my head? Yeah. When, they, when she came into her loft apartment. She went and made the comment that, oh, this is just like my place, just not as big or something like that. And she made a joke about how. Oh, at the ham- <laughs> when they were in the Hamptons? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the thing. I just. That, Hilarious. I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, that old, it's just yeah. like my place, but not as cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a nice little montage of Bridget, like, taking her sister's IDs and changing her clothes and getting train tickets and putting her hair into the classiest fun uh-huh. bun. Now she got the train tickets for herself to make it seem like she left, right? Yes, I believe so. And that's why she put her clothes in the, she put her clothes in in the, the locker. In the locker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then took Siobhan's clothes. And left as Siobhan. Came and in as Bridget. Came in as Bridget, left, left as, as Siobhan. Siobhan. Correct. Okay. Correct mundo. Good. She, after she goes to, or she's on the phone with Luke and then she sees some guy standing in the street and that's creepy. Yes. She just kind of makes eye contact with him and is super terrified because, well, she's being hunted by a murderer, so. Okay. As you do. Well, you're right. I would be pretty freaked out, too, to see some random dude I didn't know just, like, staring at me from the street. Personally, I would have probably never noticed. You're not very observant, are you? I can be at some times, but when it comes (laughs) to weird people looking at me, I don't pay any attention Uh, to it. I mean, she was all alone and he was standing on an empty street staring up at her. Okay, that I might notice. It was a pretty creepy shot. It was. But she goes to bed after her call with Luke Cage, and she pretends to be asleep so that Andrew kind of leaves her alone, probably because she probably would feel weird about getting intimate with her husband, but... Well, I don't think we had to worry about that. Exactly. <laughs> but we didn't know that yet, so <laughs> that was my assumption, was like, oh, that would be weird. When so she's not Sarah room, Manning in this like, situation. Oh, I guess I gotta go sleep in the guest bed. Yeah. Um, he... So she wakes up the next morning to a call from her friend... 
named Gemma. Um, oh yeah, and the day the night before, Andrew had made some comments about how she was super thin all of a sudden. Yes. Um, so he was like, "Why are you still in bed? Did you skip your trainer because I said you were too thin? How silly!" Yeah. <laughs> He's very, very, very British. I will not torture you with my British impression. Thank you, Governor. <laughs> and said Brad will. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not torture. Uh, she brings Gemma a latte at the loft, which looks like the place we saw in the beginning. Yes, it does. And this is when we learn it's not Gemma of S.H.I.E.L.D. fame. <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's also spelled <laughs> with a G and not a J. Hey, technicalities. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she and, or Siobhan and Andrew are moving again. Who knows why? Their apartment's pretty cool, so I don't know why they would move to a weirdo loft warehouse thing, but whatever. I'm sure I, the new place is cool, too. I don't pretend to understand what rich people do. Why, why, why rich people do what rich people do. I'll tell you that right now. Word. Word Maybe up. Maybe it was because of the brick. They wanted that nice f- naked brick wall. The brick is pretty nice. It is pretty nice. I don't know if I would ever like brick, because I like to hang a lot of prints, and I feel like it's a lot harder to hang things when you have brick. Well, you put the nail in between the bricks and the mortar. Mm. That's how you do it. Interesting. I suppose. I've never lived in a place with bricks, so who knows? Yeah, you know. Sorry, adjusting myself. Gross. It's not gross. I had to sit up for my back. (laughs) Don't be gross. (laughs) Sorry. So, okay. Gemma tells Siobhan that she and her husband, Henry, haven't done it in a while since, like, the twins were born a year and a half ago or something. Right. And she suspects that he's having an affair with someone. Of course. As you do. Right. That's how it works. She and Andrew are back at their house. She and Bridget as Siobhan is getting dressed up to go to some fundraiser benefit fancy party shenanigans. And then we keep seeing the same guy looming in the distance trying to get her attention. And she... I, don't, I wouldn't say looking at somebody's trying to get their attention. I mean, he's really not putting much effort into he's it. He's just trying to be mysterious in the background, like, hello, I'm here. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Look at me throw this pose. <laughs> it is beautiful. <laughs> he is throwing I quite am, a pose. I am gorgeous. <laughs> you want me. He is pretty cute. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Riley from Buffy. Anyway. So... Unfortunately for Bridget, she's sober and she's at a benefit where everybody's drinking. Right. So she at least gets, she has to be like, oh no, I have a headache, whatever. Give me some water. Just give me some water. So good. Good good, for her on staying on her program. Yeah, exactly. I'm very proud of her for that. That made me happy. So finally, the Lumi, the the Lumi guy, as I called him in my notes. I thought you were going to say Illuminati. (laughs) The Illuminati finally (laughs) approaches Bridget to join them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in their dastardly deeds we, well yeah so we think yeah who knows what they do oh i feel like we're gonna be on a list now because we said their name <laughs> well they probably just have good scotch with cigars and talk about the stock market isn't that the, the masons or something uh, maybe hey i don't maybe no maybe masons wear cool hats but they're all part of the same faction right you asking the like, wrong person. <laughs> I thought it was like Masons and then something else and then something else and then um- Illuminati. Illuminati. I don't know. Illuminum. 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 <laughs> I was watching Parks and Rec and they, Andy was talking to a British guy and he was like, it's so, it's so funny how you guys say 
aluminium and he was like oh how do you say it andy and he was like oh, alumalum <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even get it right no because he's andy uh. and the british guy was also very dumb and cute and adorable anyway <laughs> so many tangents as usual i haven't seen this many segues since i watched paul blart mall cop 2 <laughs> <laughs> That was very good. Thank you. <laughs> I approve. I approve of that joke very much. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Paul Paul Blard finally intercepts her. No, I'm just kidding. The guy, <laughs> the looming, the looming man, finally intercepts Bridget in the museum and starts smooching on her face. Yeah, he kind of just grabbed her. He did. and laid it on thick. Yeah, which is probably the norm for siobhan but definitely not for bridget because she doesn't know who the hell this dude is correct but we find out that he is henry Gemma's husband and she is the one he's having an affair with yep oops Oops. (laughs) that's a that might be a problem he also suggests that siobhan doesn't give a shit about andrew so it's like come on girlfriend this is this is what we always do yeah why are you being so weird exactly uh he wants her to meet him at a hotel later she, she comes up with the smart plan that, oh, I'm going to be at the new loft and it's just so far away. Yeah. And then he's like, what are you talking about? It's two blocks away. Right. Which I think was half her trying to get out of it and half her trying to get information about yeah. where it was. Because obviously these things are not in her little pink, pink, her little orange, book. orange, no, I think it was Thank orange. You. Yeah. Her fancy orange book. So I, I thought it was interesting that. You know, we get like compared to Sarah Manning and uh-huh. trying to inhabit Beth's life. Right. It's like she had no idea anything about Beth. So at least like even though Bridget hadn't seen Siobhan for six years, she at least knew her in a way. So she could kind of adopt some of her mannerisms a little bit or at yeah. least have some kind of basis of knowledge. Yeah. Rather than going in completely blind. True. Um. So she had a little bit of an advantage. But again, it's the same thing where people are just, Suki, shut up. You can't hear. <laughs> you can't? Okay. She's just howling in the background. She is. It's just one of those situations where everybody is so willing to give up information. You just got to be a little bit coy about it. You do. And and most people will give you what you want. Mm -hmm. That's why psychics are so good. Yeah. True facts. (laughs) Sucky. I'm going to have to get her a mic. I know. She wants to talk about Ringer. She does. She's really excited. So she tells... Okay, so then they go back home. She and Andrew go back home, and then she's all nice to him, and he's so confused. It's like He says, you're so different, relaxed, and agreeable. I love it. I just don't believe it. Right. So it's like, oh. This is where things differ from Sarah Manning and right. her man. <laughs> but kind eh, I mean, kind of the same, because Beth was really closed off, and Sarah was very not in a physical way right but at least beth and him were intimate whereas these two are clearly not intimate at all no i don't think beth and paul were very intimate at all i think they were until Mm. recently yeah probably probably but it was because he loved her so much he did don't oh no i'm gonna i can't talk about beth childs yeah we gotta we gotta talk about this when we do that episode so let's go back to the ringer too many feels okay not the ringer brad ringer sorry (laughs) there's no article 
The I, Ringer is a very different thing. Yes, yeah, probably a movie. It's a movie. About boxing, I'd bet, probably. or something. So, oh goodness. Now I'm just thinking about Beth Childs and being sad. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us this week <laughs> on the same double podcast. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> no, okay. So while, while Bridget's getting ready for bed, she's opening, she opens Siobhan's uh, jewelry box and finds a picture of a boy named Sean. And Bridget starts crying. And so we're like, what happened to this boy? But earlier on in the episode, when Siobhan and Bridget were talking, they mentioned somebody named Sean. And Bridget said something about blaming herself. And Siobhan was like, no, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. Something like that. We don't really know what happened there. We won't know what happened in this episode. Exactly. What are you giggling about over there? I was looking up The Ringer because I knew it was oh. a movie, and it's the Johnny Knoxville movie where yes. he goes into the Special Olympics. Oh, goodness. It's yeah. probably a it's fantastic Oscar-winning movie. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> that was sarcasm, Brad. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't get sarcasm sometimes. <sighs> goodness. Okay. So, Bridget goes to her uh, addicts group to cry about losing her sister, and then she arrives home to music playing... And a teenage girl in almost coitus with a boy on a bed. Is all, well, for as almost coitus as you can get for being fully dressed, but okay. Right. I mean, they were, they were about to, yeah. to be there. If, yeah, they were, they were in the full throes of wanting to get <laughs> the down. The full throes, yes. Um, we found out her name is Juliet, and she is home from boarding school. Now, we don't really know her relationship yet, but it's probably... She's probably Andrew's daughter from another marriage or something. Who knows? Oh, squeaky. That was not a happy noise. That was, uh, you're not doing it right. What's, what do you think about this show? Speak. <laughs> she's not a dog. <laughs> uh, she's got. She got stage fright. She did get stage fright. She also doesn't like being held. So. Well, most cats just want to rule your life. and She especially. Do what you, what they want when they want it. Only like one person I know can hold her properly for a long period of time. It's not me. Anyway. I can if I get her upright, but th- that was not a getting her upright. No. She was not happy about it. No. So they, the girl, what was her name? Juliet. Zoe Dutch is the actress. Okay. She kind of reminded me of Michelle Trachtenberg, and I kind of was wishing that Michelle Trachtenberg was in the show, so it would just be like Buffy and Dawn again. Gotcha. That's my whole... That's my wish, but I do love the girl that plays Juliet. So, so daughter, maybe? Uh, she's Andrew's daughter from another marriage. Okay. I believe is her relationship. So Vic is there. Vic is the cop to see her. And so Bridget kind of freaks out a little bit, but he's actually there to see Siobhan. So he doesn't know that it's Bridget. Right. So she has to pretend to, she has to pretend she doesn't know him and that she's not Bridget for him. Correct. And... And gives She's, a story that she hasn't seen Bridget in yeah. years. She says kind of a funny line where she says, well, I assume we didn't come all the way out here because she was jaywalking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, and he says, wow, same pretty face, same sarcastic attitude. It runs in the family. Cute. You know, jeans and all. We find out from Vic a little bit more details. Bridget was arrested for prostitution or sex working. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Vic. And possession. But they released her if she agreed to testify for Bodaway, for the murder that Bodaway committed. Because she witnessed it. Yes. Um, but now he says that man is free. 
And then we see that man, Badaway, watching Luke Cage. And I'm just like, no, you leave Luke alone. But he's also... Well, he's trying to find Bridget. I know. But he's also Luke Cage, so he'll, he'll be fine. And the only reason he's free right now is because she didn't show up at the trial to testify, I would bet. No, he was, he was free before that. Was he? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember, to be honest. I'm pretty sure he was free before because that's why she was in witness protection. Right, but I thought... I think I remember her make, saying a line that if he wants her dead, she'll be dead. Which would lead me to believe that he is locked up, but he still obviously has the connections to have his deeds carried out. No, that's why they were so on Bridget, because he was out and they wanted to protect her. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was out. I don't know. I do know. Good job. <laughs> Always defer to me, Brad. I'm usually right. <laughs> I shall always defer to you from here unto the future. This is my solemn promise as Bradford Barth, the co-host of Seeing Devil Podcast. You heard it here, folks. You did. I am always right, and it's going to go to my head. And it's finger licking good. Um, so, uh, Bridget goes to the loft and runs into Gemma. They talk about the affair, and that kind of makes her nervous. So then Bridget goes to meet Henry, like, uh, and then tells him that she wants to end the affair because Gemma obviously knows, but he doesn't care. He just wants to get his freak on, Yep, which is what I wrote. Doesn't, he, doesn't she also say something about he's her husband's best friend or something? Yeah, I think they're all BFFs with each other, and it's just kind of a very screwed up situation. It is. They could have had this all be nice and easy if they just would have started their own little sex group. Yep. Big ol' orgy? Yeah. But that's yeah. not how you do it on the Upper East Side. I wouldn't know. I don't live on the Upper East Side. You gotta watch Gossip Girl, then you'll know. Actually, I, no, they had an orgy episode. Anyway. I don't even live in New Actually, York. Actually, it was a threesome episode. <laughs> and it was a very bad, that was a very bad scene. Anyway, okay. yes. <laughs> Hopping on that Paul Blart segue. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, we see Andrew and Juliet having a fight about something. Her mom doesn't like her. Yada yada. I don't know. I that's all I wrote. Her mom doesn't like her. Yada yada. I clearly didn't care very much about that scene. Gotcha. While Bridges at home, she gets a phone call. On Siobhan's phone that Siobhan is four weeks pregnant, and of course, Andrew overhears this, so. Yes. Oops. But at least now she has an excuse not to drink. True. Not, okay. Yeah. Not that she, she was doing fine She was doing own. fine, but now she has a better excuse than a headache For why every she time. Can't. Okay, that's yeah. true. Because it's not going to slide every time, you know. Someone's going to get suspicious. Yep, yep. Especially if she's someone that, you know, goes to a lot of events. You always have to grab a flute of champagne, etc. Yep, and be, be social. Exactly. It's just, it's just expected of you when you're in high society to, I assume so, to... Partake of the booze. Yes. A classy booze. Um, Henry says congrats to Andrew, but he is not happy because he's pretty sure it's his baby. Yep. Henry wants her to leave Andrew and gives her an ultimatum. But then she's like, oh, I choose Andrew. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. Yep. That's an ultimatum uh -huh. that backfires immediately. Super backfires. Also, Andrew is getting mysterious phone calls, which we don't know anything about yet. And he ends it as soon as Bridget walks in. Huh. 
Uh, but then he tells he tells Bridget that Juliet got kicked out of boarding school for having cocaine, <gasps> and he sets the vial down very dramatically. And then Bridget's like, "Oh no, I can't be no, near this." Not cocaine. Dun dun dun, cocaine. Sarah Michelle Geller. She had cocaine in that other movie. She did. Cokehead. Horrible. <laughs> she was also. I wonder if she did cocaine and Veronica decides to die. I know she was suicidal and depressed in that movie. I don't know if it was drug related. I can't remember. It might be. You never know. Hmm. She was in a. Uh, Whatchamaduzit. One of those homes where you hang out when you're suicidal or on drugs to get over them. <laughs> I don't think those two go together, but. Rehab? Rehab, thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe they do. I think you can, I think you kind of combine all those people together. Any kind of disorder. Well, I think or... if you're, I think if you're going to be suicidal, you might go to a psych place. Well, in this movie, she was just in a, like, a nice little farmhouse with a bunch of other people who were recovering from various things. Okay. And Remus Lupin from Harry Potter was her therapist. Fun times. I saw that movie a million years ago, so I don't remember all the details. But I don't think I've seen this movie you speak of. Veronica decides to die. Okay. It's, it's good. I read the book, too. Okay. Anyway. Segue number 37. End. <laughs> and continuing. <laughs> uh, Vic finds Bridget's stuff at the police, or I wrote police station. That's not right. The train station. Jesus. Yep. Uh... He is, they, he is a policeman, and he found it at the station. Right, that's, well, because they found out that she, uh, that she had gone to New York, right? And, you know, that I, I don't remember the details of it, but they did figure out that Siobhan was lying to them because she had obviously seen her sister in some fashion. Yes. With whatever they found. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because when they opened her bag, there was a letter from Siobhan in it. Oh, yes. So they realized that it it was exactly that she did have contact with her. Um, Siobhan, or sorry, Bridget gets a phone call from Gemma to meet her at the loft, but this looks like the opening scene, so we all know that nothing good will come from that. Exactly. There's a man waiting for her. Maybe this time she won't lean on the player. Maybe this time. Oh, too bad she does. Oh, you mean it's not a loop? No. Oh, it's just like a recap? Yeah, it's just the same thing again. But we get to see more fun stuff. We do. Like she pulls some sweet little Buffy move on him. She does. So as we know, he tackles her and she struggles because she's unfortunately not Buffy. But she does (laughs) kick him off of her and crashes him into a wall. Right. And then she gets her gun and shoots the guy saying, I'm not Bridget. Surprise. But then turns out. She's had a gun the whole time, people, and we never brought it up once till now. We didn't bring up the Chekhov's gun. (laughs) Yeah, that it was in the underwear drawer. It was. Well, okay, so no, it's. Whoop. It started. She took it from. I mentioned, no, I mentioned the beginning. She took the gun from Jimmy. Okay. And then she put it. Yes, then she hid it in the scarf drawer, and then she was worried that Juliet found it because Juliet tied this boy up with scarves. Yep. And then she took so that she realized it wasn't safe in the penthouse, so she took it to the loft and hid it in some newspaper. There you go. And then she just pulled it out of the newspaper and aimed at this guy saying, I'm not Bridget. But turns out the guy was after Siobhan the whole time. Yep. Well, because he finds a picture and or oh, she, finds she finds a picture, picture of in Siobhan his... in his coat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we flash, flash to a very much alive Siobhan in Paris. And she's st- sitting by this wall and she's touching it. Yep. She's very mysterious and has her beautiful bun. 
going on. Inner hair, people. Inner hair. Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) And she gets a phone call and it's just, you just hear, Siobhan, we have a problem. Yep. Oops. Dun, dun, dun. And then the credits happen and then I'm like, why didn't I know about this show? Exactly. (laughs) It's so good. She just tried to have her sister killed as her getaway plan. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. We don't know if it was Siobhan trying to kill her. We just know somebody was trying. Well, the thing is, Gemma asked Siv- asked Bridget to come to the yes. loft. So who? Maybe it was Gemma. Maybe, maybe Gemma knows Gemma. about the affair. I honestly don't remember. Well, Gemma, so I'm guessing with no, no. you. No, no. Gemma said she wanted to meet Siobhan at the loft because she's found something out about her. She she knows her husband's having. She found mm-hmm. something out about who her husband's having an affair with. Which right? If I was Siobhan in that moment, knowing that it was me, not me, but you know the me prior that was that person i probably would have stayed away from that situation thinking uh she found out that my sister was having an affair with her husband maybe i shouldn't go to the loft yeah but she was also kind of curious so but then that would just end the whole drama right there yeah, then, then and, we wouldn't have a show yeah there'd be no reason to go forward Mm-mm. i mean i will say that so yeah it got canceled spoiler and yeah and it did not have a nice, tidy bow ending, which is the most <sighs> disappointing thing for me. It is. Because I feel like I've been left on this cliffhanger for years. And I don't remember what the cliffhanger is anymore, but I know that if I keep watching, I'm going to get hurt all over again <laughs> by maybe, this cancellation. Maybe people will send hot sauce to the radio station and they'll bring it back. TV station, I meant to say. I thought that... So the other day, or I think it was yesterday, Sarah Michelle Gellar posted this Instagram photo. Where she was, uh, like her face was pressed to this mirror, and it was like the reflection, like right in the show. And her caption was like "Freddie Prince Jr.'s worst nightmare" or something, <laughs> which made me laugh. So there's gonna be a movie. So what I was you're hoping I was me. like, "Is this a ringer thing? Like, is she come, <laughs> is she bringing it back? Is she gonna kill Freddie Prince Jr.? I hope not. I like Freddie. Is she having an affair with somebody other than Freddie Prince Jr.? No. Let's not start these rumors. They are wholesome and lovely family. Does she have a twin that Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't know about? <laughs> That's possible. And that... Oh my god. Did you crack it? And then when Buffy died in Buffy, Buffy didn't come back to life. Buffy's twin sister came. <laughs> and took her place. But... She was hiding in the casket the whole time. Because she knew this was going to happen. At some point, she was going to have to prestige this. So you've gone from Sarah Michelle Gellar to Buffy. Yeah. There. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would there need to be a different actress to play both Buffys? Because they're never... Be- so you should have said she had a twin sister when there was the Buffybot episodes because don't, there's two Buffys Don't there. Don't try to poke holes in my theories. <laughs> I think they're strong and legit. Yeah, of course. Right. We should do the Buffy Bot episode sometime. You, That's you have to have two people to play two different roles, obviously. Obviously. I mean, there's like 30 Tatianas now. Yeah, and there's 30 different people that play those roles. <laughs> when you were watching Orphan Black originally, did you ever wonder, like, wait, who plays Kasima or something to yourself? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> of the opening credits, it's just her name. It's just her name. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was in awe, though, of her acting prowess. Because she's the best. She's very good. She was she on was Drunk just, History. 
Were you just about to say that? Stole my thunder. <laughs> I win. Get out of my head. What is with you? <laughs> <laughs> I win. Oh, I was just about to drop a bombshell. And Too then, bad. No. Dude, I watched it last night. Little Miss Roaming in My Brain Stephanie just comes up. And it made me up. happy because she went, oi. Yes. And I was like, aw, Sarah. And she was did so good at her acting that it was so, so funny. She was so cute. Hold on, I didn't look up. I forgot to look up trivia. Shh. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. Brad, edit this out. Yes, dear. Ringer TV series. Damn it. <laughs> nope. So what are these fun facts? <laughs> I'm trying to read them so I don't just read stupid things. Oh, so you're saying they might be facts, but they're not fun? <laughs> oh, here we already said this. Different hairstyles, different hairstyles were used to help the audience distinguish which twin Sarah Michelle Geller was portraying because apparently people are stupid. <laughs> but okay, Siobhan wears her hair you're up in a bun, braided or pulled back, whereas Bridget wears hers down. But there was a scene when Bridget was being Siobhan and she had her hair down. I know. People are so dumb. That's child play. The pilot trivia. was filmed in New York City, but subsequent episodes were filmed in Los Angeles. That's pretty interesting. And with it still being the location of New York? Mm-hmm. Uh. Apparently, Eon Griffith, who played Andrew, uh-huh. uh, was Mr. Fantastic in Fantastic Four. I oh, he was. About that. Yeah, that's right. He was. That's why I knew he looked familiar. I couldn't place him in my brain. But now I know. With the exception of Ringer Pilot and Ringer P.S. You're an Idiot, another episode title, uh-huh. each title is a line spoken by a character and has general relevance to the events taking place. In P.S. You're an Idiot, the title was displayed on a note left for someone to read. So they didn't say mm. it. Nobody said pilot in this episode. <laughs> they missed an opportunity. I mean, it would have been so easy to do, you know. Oh, he's a pilot. See? Done. Simple. Could have done it at the party. Hey, this one's a joke that you made earlier. Friends of Siobhan often shorten her name to Shiv. This is also a slang term for a makeshift <laughs> blader weapon used in prison. Thanks, IMDb trivia for that. Uh, oh, oh my god. And also, this is right. Okay, that's funny. Okay. I remember I read this a long time ago. Yes. Christopher Paloa, who plays Henry was thrilled to finally be able to work with Sarah Michelle Gellar because one of his first auditions was for Riley and Buffy. Oh. No wonder who, I, I got a Riley vibe from him. Who was this? Henry. Her affair man. Okay. So he was supposed to be on Buffy and got one out? Yeah, by Mark Blucas, which is fine. Mark Blucas is a good Riley. I shouldn't say was supposed to be on. He, he auditioned for a part on Buffy. He did. It was, he said it was one of his first auditions. Um, there are several possible meanings for the show's title. The most straightforward definition is something that strongly resembles a second thing. Right. There have been at least two other filmed thrillers about twins that also use the meaning of ringer in their titles. Dead Ringer starring Jeremy Irons twice uh-huh. and 1964's Dead Ringer starring Betty Davis twice. We will eventually do both of those movies, I believe. Okay. Just FYI. They're, yeah, on, they're, they're, they're on the list. They're on the list, I'm mm-hmm. sure. A ringer can also be a synonym for an imposter or someone posing as someone else, just as Bridget pretends to be Siobhan. The third reference is to the homophone ringer with a W, which can mean a difficult or painful situation. Okay. Fun facts. Well, my fun question is, I mean, at the end of this, it seems like Siobhan 
knew that Bridget would do what she would do. And it was like planned out that she was going to be there to take the fall. Mm-hmm. So. So what's up with Siobhan? Yeah, what's going on? I guess you have to keep watching and find out. Well, yeah. Because well, I don't remember. <laughs> luckily, I bought the whole series. So. Maybe, one of it. maybe with your contribution, and they'll finally be able to bring it back. Right. I don't think so. And at the end maybe of it. Maybe with all of our listeners' contribution, all of you go buy the season on Amazon and maybe they'll be like, what's this random uptick in sales of Ringer? I guess we should bring this show back. If only that would have mattered. <laughs> they still haven't finished my show, um, which I can't think of the name of right now. So, but about. So clearly it was great. People that are genetically made, starring. Uh, starring People who are genetically made like humans. Like yeah, they're humans. kids. They had the barcodes on the back of their head. It'll come to me in a moment. Whew. Okay, I'm going to read about the cancellation. Okay, read it. On May 11th, 2012, the CW Network announced their cancellation of Ringer, and then I cried for 800 hours. That I edited that in there. Um, <laughs> that was my that commentary. Was, that was your own thing? That was my commentary because I was extremely depressed. Fans of the series did their best to keep it on air by having online petitions. I probably also signed several of those. The series gained well over 10,000 signatures in just a couple weeks. The petition stated how Ringer was nominated for 12 awards throughout how many, its... Wait, how many? Over 10,000. That's not a lot of signatures. No, but it's CW. The petition, well, I'm just saying, you know, when... Uh, uh, what was the... Uh, where's Area 51? In New Mexico? Yeah, but what's the city? Roswell? Thank you. When Roswell oh, won the off, show yes. Roswell. They got That's million, what you were getting to. They got millions of bottles of hot sauce. Yeah. So 10,000 is like a tiny number. Yeah, I guess so. The petition stated how Ringer was nominated for 12 awards throughout its run and was airing in more than 40 countries worldwide and doing very well internationally. But the, the petition also pointed out how fans would be happy to see this show anywhere, even if it weren't on CW. Same. Yeah, but another TV station normally won't pick it up without a lot of people wanting it. Why are you crushing all of our dreams? I'm just My dream saying. already died in 2012. You don't need to continue to kill it. You're right, I don't. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> this is one of my... Besides Agent Carter, which yeah. I'm forever bitter about Yeah, I don't see how that could have gotten canceled. I'm so, I can't even... It makes me, like, livid that it got canceled, and I'm so furious, and I miss Peggy Carter every day of my life. This is the second show that I think I was the most disappointed about. Maybe. Did they, did they leave that one with a cliffhanger? I don't think they did. I think they knew no, before it was No, they wrapped over. it up, but it's still like, it's so much potential for Agent Carter. You know, it's almost worse sometimes when a show knows they're going to not get a, an extension. That's and what Dollhouse, that's what they did on Dollhouse. They knew. Well, so Dollhouse, it was like a freak accident that they got renewed for a second season. <laughs> so when. Wait, how did. How does that happen? It was like they expected to be canceled because it was so weird and it was on Fox, which canceled Firefly. So. Right, because Fox doesn't know good TV when Yeah, they exactly. See it. And neither does CW or uh, ABC, apparently. Mm-hmm. Please don't cancel S.H.I.E.L.D., ABC, or I will come down there and do something. I don't know yet. Quake your offices apart, maybe? Okay. Wow. Um, I'm just worried about them canceling S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's, they moved it to Fridays and that's kind of like the death sentence for shows. Anyway. I really hope that 
Oh, wait, I lost my track. Wait, you telling me that Shield might? I thought this was the final season. I thought we knew this. No. Okay. We don't know this. For like, some reason, I thought Dark Angel. By the way. Oh yeah, Dark Angel got canceled. Yeah. So yeah, for Dollhouse, when season and they left that one with a pretty hard, yeah, freaking uh, uh, cliffhanger. When Dollhouse got renewed for season two, they did not expect it, so they decided to basically invite all of their best friends to be in the show. So if you watch season two of Dollhouse, it's just like every single Whedon alum from every like Buffy, Angel, Firefly that they could possibly cram into a season of a TV show, and it's great. I don't get. Whedon has these great shows that just nobody seems to get how good they are. And not until after the fact, like yeah. decades later. Not decades. It hasn't been that long, but not until years later. Like Buffy's the only thing that took off and then Angel after it. But they, but they canceled Angel before, like, freak, like before they could finish it up. So like the last half of season five of Angel is really rushed. And I mean, the last episode's good, but I, ugh, I have so many. Yeah. I have a lot of anger about my shows. Well. I think it's, I think TV should get into the habit of what, uh, and I think I've said this before, but what British TV does for the most part like with, the short with, with drama stuff, at least, mm-hmm. they uh, sort of have a plan laid out. Like, we're going to give you this show, we're going to give you this many seasons, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Orphan Black has this beautiful arc that comes to a nice closing. Yeah, but they didn't know they were... They still had to wait to get renewed every year. They had five seasons planned out, but they weren't gonna... They didn't know for sure if they were gonna be able to make all of them. Yeah, but at least, you know, when you have an ending in mind, it's easier to... For dramas, at least. Mm -hmm. It's easier, A, to convince the station. Like, you you figure, once you get to that... Past that halfway point, as long as your viewership isn't super low, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. you're gonna get a, a renewal because... If you don't, then they have to invest a lot of money in a new show to fill up that time slot. And as long as you're getting advertisers, you know, who cares? And they moved that yeah. show twice. It didn't what? start on Saturdays. And then it got moved to Thursdays. And it got brought back to Saturdays at the end. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm very sad that Ringer was canceled. And I wish that it would have had more, at least one more season to wrap up the plots. And I will forever be bitter that Agent Carter was canceled. Those are my thoughts. And I miss Sarah Michelle Gellar being on TV, but I'm very happy that she's successful with her foodsters business. And that's going to wrap it up for seeing <laughs> Double today, people. Uh, if you want to follow us, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at CDoublePod. And you can email us at seeingdoublepodcast at gmail.com I think it's cdoublepodcast at gmail.com cdoublepodcast at gmail.com see I usually write these things down and I forgot this week yes and we Um, are on you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher you can find us all the places let us know if you can't send us stories about twins or doppelgangers because we haven't gotten any of those and you should do that and that would be fun to read Mm -hmm. Um, also review us on rate and review us on iTunes um what else thank you to brad for making this theme song i don't think we've ever actually mentioned that before <laughs> it's just loops and garage band it doesn't matter you still made it yeah i, I like it i think it sounds think pretty cool. cool let us know what you think of our theme song <laughs> or some famous person or if you are in a band <laughs> yeah. and you want us to use your song as a theme song email us yeah, i guess us you know. don't have to be famous but we'll make you famous yeah because we're so famous exactly <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. Till next week, I'm Brad. 
I'm Stephanie. Goodbye. Bye.